Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not, that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now ye know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Of course, you understand by now that he is speaking of the Antichrist whom Jesus will destroy with the brightness of his coming, even Jesus, whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because that they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 12. Paul gives the church of Thessalonica a very clear description of the Antichrist, his spirit, its operations, and its ultimate destination as Jesus comes in the end to overthrow it. He also says that he will reveal truth to them by the power of the Holy Spirit, but eventually the Holy Spirit will remove himself and stop trying to bring them into understanding because that they have chosen to love the lie and to walk in unrighteousness. In other words, they have chosen to align themselves against what God says is right in his word. When this happens, they receive a spirit of error. They want it. So God turns them over to it. And they actually began to believe the delusions and deceptions that validate their selfish lawlessness. Therefore, I give you some wisdom today. Don't weary yourself trying to break through or speak logic to their delusion. You won't do it because the delusion is from the Lord. Remember, it says that he sent it just like Saul's evil spirit or Pharaoh's hard heart. In actuality, 
When you try to bring logic to this delusion, you are doing nothing less than fighting a curse without dealing with the cause. Therefore, instead, address the reason for their reaction, which is their love of unrighteousness. Righteousness is believing and doing what God says is right. Therefore, give them the gospel, the simple truth, what God says in his word, the fall of man, the consequences of sin, their guiltiness and need for redemption, what Jesus did to bring them to the truth that they might receive it and be freed and redeemed from the curse of sin and death and all the influences of it. Tell them to reject pride, the lies, their whole life, and be made a new creature in Christ. Because everything else at this point is literally a waste of time. Because you see, until a person is born again, they cannot see the kingdom of God. They will not see things the way that you do. It is not visible to them. They're still caught in the delusion. They're still living in the deception. They're not born again yet. Their spiritual eyes have not yet been opened. They can't see that realm. They can only see its effects on you. Like the wind moving and affecting the leaves on a tree. We are those men like trees walking that the blind man who believed could then see. The tree planted by the water whose roots go down deep of whom Jeremiah speaks. The ones being moved by the wind of the Holy Spirit that Jesus points out to Nicodemus, the blind men of this world whose spiritual eyes have not yet been opened cannot see the wind. They do not understand where it came from, nor can they comprehend where it is going yet. However, they can see its effects on you. So let them taste the sweetness of the good fruits that being rooted in Jesus has caused you to produce and share your testimony. Tell them of the ways the Spirit has saved and changed you, of the ways that it moves you daily. Tell them the truth that it might uproot that old spirit of error, that self-knowledge that they trust in, that other tree that they have chosen to eat of and allowed to be planted in the garden of their hearts. For as we read in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, the saints in the end, they overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and that they love not their lives even unto the death they were willing to speak. What believing in the blood of Jesus did in them. My friend, our God is the God of fresh starts. He knows how to uproot error and evil spirits from the heart and replace them 
with the truth. Uprooting that old tree and planting the seed of the truth of the saving gospel message of Jesus is the only real way to make men free. So start there, not with logic or debating. Because that once they have a new heart and a new spirit, then and only then will they have their eyes opened and their ears will be able to hear the voice of truth speaking to them, revealing mysteries and exposing the tactics of the enemy, that old antichrist spirit. Oh, my friend, I need you to understand this, that we do not fight against flesh with flesh. For God uses those who are weakest in their flesh. We war in the spirit where our authority is superior and all true and everlasting victories come. Any battle won in the flesh is only temporary at best. Yet a battle won in the spirit is eternal, lasting, and worth of the lashings that you may get in the process of fighting it. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, we read this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or physical, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So get it right and get in the fight. By putting aside your physical tactics, tricks, plots, plans, programs, ambitions, and politics, pick up your cross and follow after Jesus. Because some deceived blind person needs to hear the gospel message and see a demonstration of it. How many times, my friend, have you prayed for the Holy Spirit to move? But the question is this, how willing are you to let him move you? If you want to be more effective, then work to reverse the falling away that has brought us to this place on the brink of judgment. Do what Noah did in his day when faced with the end of all things because of the curse of sin that had come upon the people and the land. He preached righteousness. And in your heart, you might say that didn't seem all that effective. He only saved his own family. Yet had he done it any other way, he would have saved none of them, himself included. The truth is still the only way to save men, to set them free from their agreement with unrighteousness and redeem them from the curse and the consequences of it. Lay aside every other hope of salvation from judgment and the weights that so easily beset us. Answer the call, become a preacher of righteousness, and tell them of Jesus, because he is the ark of the new covenant. He is truth, 
hope, salvation, revelation, wisdom, redemption, resurrection, and the only true deliverance from what is coming. Everything else is a lie, a distraction, and a deception from the Antichrist spirit and will not be effective to the work of the kingdom of heaven. My friend, believe the words of Jesus. Walk in the commission that he left us. Go out into all the world and tell it to every creature that has breath. Everything that he said, leave nothing out of it. And don't only speak it, but be willing to be it. You are the demonstration. Tell them the testimony of Jesus and then show them how his spirit has affected you, has moved you. Show them the leaves in the trees. Be willing to do it, no matter what it costs you. The blood of the lamb, the word of your testimony, and selfless service to the kingdom. Romans chapter 10 verse 14 tells us this, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher. Oh Lord, bring us back to the foundations of the gospel message. To believe the words of Jesus, to preach them, and to be a demonstration of them. And to be a demonstration of them no matter what it costs us. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, resort with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come, Paul tells Timothy in Second Timothy chapter four, verse two, that they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and they shall turn unto fables, but watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of the evangelist, and make full proof. Of thy ministry. Because as we are warned by Peter in Second Peter chapter two, verse four, he said that if God spared not the angels which sinned, but cast them down into hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto the day of judgment, nor did he spare the old world, but only saved Noah out of it, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, Peter warns us very seriously that there is a judgment coming and no one is going to escape it except that they be found that day hidden in Christ because that they believed his teachings they were willing to speak them and they loved not their lives unto the death they did what Jesus told us in the great commission in Matthew chapter 8 verse 19 when he said go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And there is a need for this, my friend. It's because that the world is already condemned. They are lost, but Jesus paid a price to give us a way of escape 
from what is coming. In John chapter 3, verse 17, we read this, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You see, my friend, the world is already condemned, but he is the way of escape. Grab hold of his goodness that you might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, it says, but he that believes not is condemned already because that he believed not in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And that name literally means salvation from sin. Do you believe it? And this is the condemnation, it says, that light, which was Jesus and his truth, came into the world. And men loved darkness, which was the lie, the error, the unrighteousness, rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, neither do they desire to come to it, lest their deeds should be reproved. Oh, let us be willing to show forth good fruit in kindness, in meekness, in sacrificial humility, in servanthood. Let us bring them the truth that they might have a way of escape from the judgment that is coming because the truth is this, that all that is is going to burn one day. But Jesus made a way of escape that if we would believe him, have faith, not just that he exists. James tells us that the demons do more than that. They believe that he is who he is and they even tremble at his very name. No, we must believe enough to obey, to put away our lawlessness, our iniquity, our unrighteousness. To not just believe that he exists, but to believe in the message, the things he came and suffered and sacrificed to teach us. Oh Lord, help us to grab hold of the completeness of the commission. But my friend, you can't expect someone who is still lost in sin to understand the deep mysteries of the workings of the Holy Spirit. So to the lost, preach redemption. Move in kindness, in mercy, and in compassion. Give them the basics. Give them salvation. Give them Jesus. But for those who have known and ought be moving from the milk to the meat, give them the deeper things. Give them correction. Give them direction. Begin to train them to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, to cooperate with it to do the work of the kingdom and of the evangelists. Oh Lord, we thank you for the commission that you've given, that you promised to be with us. Give us wisdom in what we ought to be ministering to each individual person that we might be effective witnesses. And more than anything, help us to produce the fruits of your spirit that we might rightly represent you as we do it. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. 
To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.